3 million voters. Any Republican running statewide has a an enormous challenge in the state of New York. Let's go to uh, Paul before we take a break from upstate New York. Good evening, Paul, and welcome to our uh, primary night election special. How you doing, Dominic? Yes, I'm working the polls, and I got to say that there are a lot of Democrats out here changing their party affiliation to Republican, and Giuliani's name keeps coming up and up, and people are very vocal about it. Mm. And I mean vocal. Mm. Well, I, I think and it's you, too, it's too to late now people? to change party registration, but it could have been done prior to uh, to this evening. So you feel that, that Andrew Giuliani has the momentum? Yes, he does. And you can change it today. I've seen 30 people do it. Wow. Change it, and they have to do it. They submit by affidavit. What part of upstate New York are you in? Don't want to give it up. But okay. All right. Well, I thank you for the telephone. Get- Oops, I'm sorry. I thank you for the uh, telephone call. Dominic Carter here with you. Our primary night special on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I will be here until the top of the hour. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. This is the 77 WABC primary election special, 77 WABC. This is the 77 WABC primary election special. Now, here's Dominic Carter. And we are back. I'm here with you until the uh, top of the hour hour when Bill O'Reilly will take over, followed by Rita Cosby. And then I'll be back live with a special live election night recap show. We are discussing a number of races as Uh, The polls, at least in New York State, are open for another 25 minutes. And I'm going right back to your telephone calls in just a second. We see them. But first, I'm I'm joined by someone that knows politics like the back of his hand, and that is political consultant George Arts, who was the press secretary for Mayor Ed Koch. George, uh, how are you this evening? And I'm I'm curious, what are you looking at tonight? Well, Great to be with you, Dominic, as always. Thank you. Um, feel the same way. What I'm looking for is the first thing, if if there's enough of a vote for Hochul to bring up Antonio Delgado, um, if there is a possibility that Delgado will lose and Hochul will be on a ticket with another uh, lieutenant governor, and that could be uh, that could be. Anna Maria Arkilla. And that would and, be a disaster uh, for Hoku, correct? It, it would be a humiliating and a disaster, and she would be on the, on the ticket. Now, if you remember that um, Mario uh, Cuomo was on the ticket with Al Del Bello, who ran with Ed Koch. That's right. I, I forgot and, all about that, George. Please continue. And... And Mario Cuomo froze Del Bello out, cut his budget. So if um, if Anna Maria is thinking that she could uh, do anything she wants and be independent as a uh, lieutenant governor, wait till the scissors come out on her budget and <laughs> she'll find out. 
So, so George Art, something that scares me about this primary night, and the reason why everyone within the sounds of our, of our voice should be concerned, because there's a possibility that all this progressive garbage and nonsense may continue tonight. Just just when you look at the fact of what you just mentioned, the race for lieutenant governor, the establishment candidate may lose, and a far left uh, person may win. Correct. That is that is true, but don't forget the Republicans also have a, a problem with their fighting. Um, their fight is between the moderates and the Trumpites. So, you know, someone like Harry Wilson is a moderate, and and uh, Zeldin um, and uh, and Giuliani are the Trumpites. So, people are watching that also. So the challenge, George Arts, the uh, former press secretary for Mayor Ed Koch, an expert on pol- politics. Let's talk Lee Zeldin for a moment, then I'll get to Giuliani. Should he win, Zeldin's got to move to the middle, correct? He's got to... He, he cannot govern the state from the right. He'll, he'll never get anything through the legislature. Um and so he has to be careful about uh, about how he switches that he that he doesn't uh, turn off his base if he wins. And so, not to make assumptions, because the voters still have twenty three minutes to decide uh, who these nominees may be. But for argument's sake, George Arts, let's say that the uh, Democratic nominee is Kathy Hochul, and that the Republican nominee is Lee Zeldin. Size up that race, the general election race. That that is a race of extremes. Kathy is is moderate. Lee comes from uh, right of center, conservative. Um, And that's going to be a tough race. Don't forget that uh, Kathy Hochul has hardly spent any money and is waiting for the race in November. And so on the primary, she's not spent that much money. And and, and that may, to, to some extent, jeopardize the chances of Antonio Delgado as lieutenant governor. She's raised, I believe, some $34 million thus far, her campaign, and has set a target of raising a total of $50 million to $70 million by Election Day. Yes, she could do it. Interesting. You know, so, so the you know, power of the incumbency is great. You know, I I thought that Hoku was in deep trouble, given the high crime of New York, which is out of control. Given that the man that she made lieutenant uh, governor Brian Benjamin, the feds indicted, but it seems like she survived these matters. That is true. Well, I mean, Brian Benjamin was a uh, a great mistake. But she has survived. Um, Antonio Delgado is not known um, throughout the state, and and so uh, political consultants like myself are are looking and seeing how is this going to play out tonight. Mm-hmm. So now I, I mentioned uh, Andrew Giuliani. Talk to me about him for a second. It seems to me he's run a better campaign than what might have been expected, and I, I'm still not ruling out 
that he may win tonight. Do you see that as a possible scenario? In politics, you never say never, but I would expect that Zeldin will win. It will be interesting. And so I close on this note. Talk to me about the, uh, and then we're going back to the uh, telephone calls from our listeners, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Talk to me about the primary contest in terms of the theme on the Democratic side. You have the candidates backed by uh, AOC, and then you have the mainstream candidates backed by uh, Mayor Eric Adams. What's at stake there? Well, uh, I don't think that uh, AOC has much of a clout statewide, but there are races in New York City that she's backing. Uh, the DSA candidates and and um, and working parties candidates um, are challenging some of the incumbents. Um, some of the incumbents have uh, working family support and DSA support. Um, I think that what you're looking at uh, is what will happen with the Democratic Party um, and Supreme Court uh, uh, momentum. Uh, If abortion and and carrying um, concealed weapons um, decisions are both going to mobilize the base, you would expect it to be much more than it is right now. And it's a pretty meager turnout right now. Well, George Arts, we thank you so much for joining us uh, live here on this election special. Always enjoy chatting with you for your knowledge. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dominic. And so, bye-bye. Thank you. And so before we take a uh, break here, let's go to uh, at least one of the calls that I see here. And we're taking your calls now. Uh, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Linda in Pelham Bay. Good evening, Linda. What's on your mind? Mr. Dominic Carter, it is such an honor to speak with you. I listen to you every night on ABC well, All Day. Thank you. Thank you. recently retired from Montefiore. Congratulations. Um, thank you. I'm a Bronx girl, and actually I lived in East Harlem until I was seven years old, so wow. I'm a real Bronxite now. Okay. Yes, my parents are from there. I just want to say I voted for Giuliani. I think he just might make it, and according to the gentleman you just had on, if if he does win um, Zeldin, I think it's going to be really tight. So that money, in my opinion, really would not have had much to do with it. And and even for Hochul, I mean, I don't know. I don't see people really, you know, voting for her in the long run. But mm-hmm. where I live in Pelham Bay, um, people are so disgusted. I mean, the turnout, I went this morning over in PS71, the school. Mark Jonji was there. John, I think he used to be a councilman, and I had a nice conversation with him. But um, he said it's very tough to get anything done. Um, he said he would have fights with Democrats, with the councilmen, you know, with the staff there, that they did not want to really listen to him much because he sounded like he was a little bit more on the Republican side. But like I said, um, I voted for Giuliani. I think he just might pull it off. And the reason why I would vote for him is because um, he really will help with the crime. And that's a big problem here. Well, well, Linda, uh, I thank you for the call in terms of being a person from the Bronx, East Harlem. Thank you. And uh, so you voted for Giuliani and uh, we will see what will happen. The polls close, folks. And uh, in 17 minutes from now, they're open for another 17 minutes. So you still uh, can go vote. 
I have to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to take more of your telephone calls. Let's see here. I'm going to go first to uh, Bobby in Queens, Stan in Forest Hills. And we'll be talking in a little bit with another political consultant, Hank Scheinkoff. And, of course, coming up at the top of the hour, Bill O'Reilly, followed by Rita Cosby. And I'll be back live for another election special at midnight. This is the 77 WABC primary election special. 77 WABC. This is the 77 WABC primary election special. Now here's Dominic Carter. And we are back with our special coverage. Dominic Carter here with you until the uh, top of the hour a number of contested uh, primary contests, uh, at least in New York, for governor, lieutenant governor, and state assembly. We are now taking your telephone calls. We'll talk in a little bit to political consultant Hank Scheinkoff, but we're taking your calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. On the Republican side, does Lee Zeldin hang on, or might Andrew Giuliani Pull this out. The Democratic side not expected to be much of a primary contest. Kathy Hochul expected to run away with it. But the interesting contest will be for Lieutenant Governor. The person that she is running with is in the fight of his life. Back to the telephone calls. Let's go to to Stan in Forest Hills. Good evening to you, Stan. What's on your mind? People are actually up at this hour. I can't believe it. <laughs> you and I, we were in the wee hours. Wow, there's, there's actually light. How do you like that? Oh, you're my friend. Always a pleasure. Listen, uh, I voted today. It was extremely light at the Forest Hills uh, voting area that I was at. I didn't see many people there at all. I don't know if that means anything. It's just one spot. But it was extremely light. Uh, light. I asked some of the voters, have you been getting crowds? She said, not very much, very lightly. I don't know if that foretells for anything, at least in the city, at least this area, but uh, it was quite interesting. I voted for Tom Swazi. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of saying I think he would have been the better man, or woman in this case, better man. But uh, you may be right. She may take it and so forth. Uh, I'm still uh, wondering who's going to win on the Republic. You keep saying Andrew Giuliani. Do you actually believe he has a shot? No, no, no. What I'm saying is don't sleep on the guy. What 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 what, I, what I'm saying is he's run he ran his race right. and and I think that he won in terms of beating the game of expectations and uh, the guy put in put in the hours and uh, he's finishing the campaign strong and to someone that finishes the campaign strong low voter turnout you never know what can happen. So you, you never think know. if he comes in second, he that that's like a win for him? Or no, that? no, I'm not looking at him for a second-place finish. I think that Andrew Giuliani may, and we'll find out in just a couple of hours, Stan, I think that Andrew Giuliani may have a shot of actually winning this thing. Wow, wow. I, that that would be a bombshell. That would be a bombshell, absolutely. But I, I doubt it. I can't see it. I don't know. He hasn't done anything to merit at least these Republicans, Lee Zeldin, these others, have merited. I'm not for them, but they have a background. They have an experience in this state and not with Donald Trump, which is was his job. was. So we'll see. It should be interesting. Mm. Well, I thank you for the call. Stan. See you at midnight. See, see, you, at midnight. see you at midnight. Thank you, friend. <laughs> thank you very much. Let's go from Forest Hills. Let's stay in Queens. Let's go to Bobby. Good evening, Bobby. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
America. That man that hit Giuliani in the back tried to hit his heart. Thank God the man was a moron. You don't know the heart's in the middle of the body. He tried to hit him where his heart was and hurt him. That's what he tried to do. Right. Well, well, the, you, you're referencing uh, the point of of the 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 assault of Mayor Giuliani. The fact of the matter is, he didn't have any legal right to touch the mayor to begin with. One, two. The mayor, 78 years old, did not see it coming. It came from the back of him. Three, I suggested everyone, and Bobby, I thank you for the call. I suggested everyone go look at the video and look at the mayor's head, and you see his head jerk a little bit. So who am I, who is Mayor Adams, to determine uh, how how strong the slap on the back may may have been? Let's go to Peter in East Meadow. Good evening to you, Peter. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Nice to speak to you as always. Um, I just want to make a point that Zeldin is the only one that's got the conservative line as well going into the um, general election. And without that, you're not going to have a chance of beating Hochul. So you got right. to pull, you know, hold your nose, get him in, and let him, if everybody can come behind and uh, you know, just do do what we can. Let's get this woman out of office. I mean, because you're not going to – look, Giuliani, he's a smart guy. He's very good on the stump. He, he's got a whole future in front of him. Same thing with uh, Astorino. He'll be on Fox News. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't have those two lines, you're not going to win. So that, that's just my thought. He, mm-hmm. Zelda's not the best candidate, but I think he's the best chance to beat Hochul. Right. I, I hear you, Peter, but, but as we have talked about on the program, as Frank Morano has talked about, and Frank comes up, of course, after me from 1 to 5 a.m., if there are ways to get around the conservative party line, if the, not, if the person they backed ends up losing the primary. So we'll, we will see, Peter. But what I do want to do is bring in another expert on local politics and that is someone that is familiar with this audience, and it's Hank Scheinkoff. Hank, good evening to you. Hey, Dominic, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, but the question is, what are you thinking about? Now, notice it's a very open-ended question. As it relates to the election tonight, what are you looking at? A um, couple of things. One, the strength or the lack thereof of the left. Did they did the working did the socialists the democratic socialists uh, the, um, the and the so-called progressives did they turn out a vote in assembly districts around the city or in the state were they able to make life miserable for incumbent assembly people were insurgents overall able to uh, get any ground um, were the uh, in the lieutenant governor's race did uh, did the Kathy Hochul Governor Hochul have the capacity to pull in Delgado. And by what numbers? Or did the DSA candidate, or Diana Reyna for that matter, um, have the opportunity to get close, either close or to even win? And in the governor's race, uh, how many votes did Tom Swazi get, and where are they? Okay, if they're in Long Island, it's a signal for the Democrats that they better wake up because it means they're going to have trouble on Long Island, significant trouble come the fall. If they come out of a, a if they come out of New York City, um, in the outer boroughs particularly, it's also a signal to the Democrats that. Despite uh, the Roe v. Wade decision and despite uh, what they think they have, they don't have exactly what they have. Different question. So now size up 
the uh, it, well, one, do you buy into the argument and polls are only open for another uh, six and a half minutes? But do you buy into the argument that it's Hoku versus uh, Lee Zeldin? What what do you think is going to ultimately happen tonight? If the Republican Party has any hope of surviving, it had better be um, Hochul versus Zeldin, because it will. If Zeldin's not the nominee, this will tell you that the two strongest, that two of the really strong Republican organizations in the state have absolutely no ability to do anything. That would be Nassau and Suffolk counties, and the, his victory will depend to a good extent upon the numbers that Zeldin piles up in those two counties where you have good Republican strength and good Republican organizations. Um, so that's that's a serious problem. That's a serious issue. We shouldn't work out any other way. So Kathy Hochul uh, running for her first full term, and we have these far-left uh, progressives, the AOC folks. Right. And is Hochul in trouble for the general election, or where do you see her standing, Hank Scheinkoff? Should she win this evening, it's expected that she would. Incumbent governors don't lose. I mean, there have been two two, atta- two attempts to unseat them in primaries. Neither one was successful, one on the Republican side and one on the uh, the Democrat side, going back to 1978. Not generally successful tactic. Um, so Governor Hochul should win. Anybody who thought she was a pushover, and I never did, and I said from the beginning when she ascended to the role that she would be very, very difficult, very tough, and would be an extraordinarily good poll, which is what she's turned out to be. Do I think she can lose in the fall? The Democrat gamble is that this will be about choice and about guns. But the problem is that the United States uh, Senate and House passed a gun bill. Now, it may not be the best that we've ever had, not as good as my president, Bill Clinton, but, you know, with the, with the, uh, with the assault weapons ban got done or the, you know, it's just not. But it, it is something that the Republicans can use to battle back with, number one. And number two, they're hoping that, 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 that the attack on a woman's right to choose will somehow translate into votes in New York. Not sure about that. It's hard to believe without, that it is a, an overwhelming issue to people in New York where abortion is not at risk under any circumstances. Right? We've had abortion here legally since 1993, years before Roe v. Wade. July 1st, 19, excuse me, 1970. What am I talking about? July 1st, 1970. So that's three years before Roe v. Wade. Not even a question. So the presumption here is that somehow that might override the sense that things are generally out of control, um, that that inflation numbers are awful, that the governor of Washington is out of control, run by the Democrats, that crime is up in every city in the state, which is true. You know, we we read a statistic uh, that the mayor's office put out about crime for this time compared to last year in this week is down. But that's that is a beautiful abuse of a statistic, because, in fact, we had 34 shootings two weeks ago, right, on one weekend. So that's not necessarily the case. Crime is up in every category except for murder. Uh, and rape and sexual crimes are up in New York City. And and crime is up in state, cities throughout the state. You have shootings in malls. You have shootings blocks away from the Capitol in Albany. You have crime up in Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse. Uh, probably I've looked at the numbers in in the southern tier. But you have to have a hunch that things are out of control. If that overwhelms the argument, then Governor Hochul has a problem. Well, it's going to be interesting. Explain this to me, and I'm almost out of time. We're chatting with political consultant Hank Scheinkoff on this election night. I don't understand why we can't put party labels aside 
and Mayor Adams talked to Mayor Giuliani about fighting crime in this city, as opposed to Hank Scheinkoff, what's going on now, where Mayor Adams is saying that Mayor Giuliani uh, may have over-exaggerated this slap on the back. Is it These two are never going to be able to work together. Is that correct? Well, they're not going to work together, and Rudy Giuliani is going to walk out of the uh... – the conclusion of the June January sixth investigation with a with a tattered reputation uh, and, a, and an end to a career that at one point was pretty extraordinary. Um, I, I think it's not. I think it's less about politics than it's about political survival for incumbents and others who are in office. They can't solve the problems because they have they don't have all the tools they need, and with the tools they have, they still can't solve them. I mean, it's a longer discussion about where we've come to in New York City. You tell police officers they can't. Well, I don't want to get into that. That's not the question. The public will make a very basic decision about what's important to them, to each member of the public. When voters go into voting booths, they tend to have a list of issues in their brains that have some priority, that has been influenced to some extent by television and radio and direct mail and all the other and, and online communications. And voters are going to go into this election with a stack of issues. It'll be abortion rights. It'll be crime. It'll be uh, inflation, cost of food, and a general sense that things are out of order some fashion. Questions what, are going to have to make a choice. Hank Scheinkoff, uh, we thank you as always for taking time out of your schedule to join us. And we, we will find out in the next uh, hour to two hours exactly what the results are going to be. Thank you uh, very much for appearing tonight. Thank you, Dominic. All the best to you. Thank you. And so I see uh, that Michael from Manhattan was holding on the longest. I wanted to go to his call, but Michael, I'm completely out of time. If you call us back at midnight, I promise you will be, if you're still up, you will be one of the first calls that we take. Dominic Carter here with you on this election special primary night. Of course, coming up, Bill O'Reilly, followed by Rita Cosby. And I'll be back at midnight with a live Election Night Show.